This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Subscribe with iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. Tobacco companies are fighting changes coming to South Korea that will make it mandatory for all cigarette packaging to have health warning text and images. With the Korea Tobacco Retailer Association saying companies should have the right to design their own products and the government should not interfere in the way they display those products in stores. However, South Korea's health ministry says it has no plans to revise the regulations that will go into effect later this year that introduce mandatory warning illustrations showing tobacco's harmful effects and health conditions such as heart disease, lung cancer and birth defects that may be triggered by heavy smoking. Canada was the first country to make the switch about 15 years ago, and I spoke with a policy expert there to discuss how the change took place and the opposition it faced from tobacco companies. I'm Rob Cunningham, Senior Policy Analyst with the Canadian Cancer Society. The Canadian Cancer Society is a leading organization, non-government organization in Canada, working to reduce cancer. It's similar to the American Cancer Society. A picture says a thousand words, and consumers are entitled to know the truth about the health effects of the tobacco products that they are consuming. The tobacco companies, of course, for decades have tried to suppress the devastating health effects of smoking. They've opposed these picture warnings, not only in Korea, but in countries around the world. Canada was the first country to require picture warnings at the time, 50% of the front and back of the package. That was strongly opposed by the tobacco industry. They said they wouldn't be effective. They said it was actually technically impossible to print color pictures on cigarette packages in Canada. When the regulations were finalized, the impossible became possible. We now have more than 80 countries in the world that have required picture warnings on packages. And if it wasn't effective, we wouldn't see such incredible opposition from the tobacco industry country after country. So public health must come first. And public health must come over profits of the tobacco industry. If tobacco and cigarettes were attempted to be introduced as a new product today, Given what we know about the health effects, the product would never be allowed on the market. Cigarettes are only sold legally because of historical accident. And we need to do everything we can to have a tobacco-free society to respond to the devastating health effects. The beauty of health warnings on packages is that the reader will take that pack and be exposed to that warning 20 times a day. And the warnings also reach those around the smoker, children who may encourage their parents to quit, friends, co-workers. It's a credibly cost-effective means of discouraging smoking. And that is why we're seeing such a rapid spread increasingly worldwide for this uh, key measure. While South Korean tobacco companies are opposing new regulations that will require text and image health warnings be printed on the top 50 percent of front panels on all cigarette packages and have those panels facing customers when displayed in stores, medical doctors in countries around the world are often in favor of such warnings. My name is uh, Cynthia Callard. I'm the Executive Director of Physicians for a Smoke-Free Canada. I'm not a physician. We're a small NGO in Canada that for the past 30 years has been looking to improve public policy on tobacco. Our members are all physicians and uh, that dates from kind of the early 80s when we were joined when there were still even some health challenges or some controversy put up by the tobacco companies that the health issues weren't proven. Uh, Now it's a much broader movement in Canada. 
In most developed countries, it remains the largest um, preventable cause of death. It's usually responsible for at least a fifth of deaths, premature deaths. It causes uh, most, a third of cancers, causes a large proportion of heart disease. It causes virtually all of the um, chronic obstructive lung disease. So it's really uh, hits all the major chronic diseases, which not only rob people of um years of life, but also rob people of years of quality of life. So it can turn a happy retirement into a disease-plagued one. Arguably, you could say that physicians benefit by smoking and that it creates a lot of work for them, but they, they certainly don't take that position. And uh, in, in countries where healthcare costs are covered by the government, as they are in Canada, the costs of healthcare um, that are caused by tobacco have been a great concern. And that's why in Canada and in South Korea, governments are looking and insurance companies or the public insurance aspect of healthcare are looking to um, see whether or not tobacco companies acted improperly in ways that they should be held responsible for some of those costs. But even aside from that, it is a major driver of hospitalizations. It's a major driver of uh, physician visits. It's a major driver of disability and um, people not being available to work. Uh, it's a major driver of people having to take time off to take care of loved ones. So it's a, it's a major economic cost to a society. It's not just the human cost. It's also the financial cost. With a population of around 50 million people, South Korea is said to be home to almost 10 million smokers. And in recent years, the government has enacted new legislation to prevent that number from growing, such as 2014's approval of an 80% cigarette price increase that took effect last year. Physicians for a Smoke-Free Canada Executive Director Cynthia Callard and Canadian Cancer Society Senior Policy Analyst Rob Cunningham say experts in the field are noticing the change here in South Korea. South Korea really has uh, taken some major policy advances on tobacco control in the last decade or so. Uh, the kind of disentanglement with the uh, manufacturer, the response to the multinationals that are in there. I think uh, South Korea is um, a much more promising area in the region than I would have anticipated 15 years ago. My hat's off to the South Korean government for moving forward. So Korea... Um, is catching up to what many other countries have done. They previously had only text warnings on the front and back of the package at 30%, and that would rank them 110 in the world. Every two years, the Canadian Cancer Society puts out an international report entitled Cigarette Package Health Warnings, International Status Report, and Korea ranked 110. So they're going to move up considerably in the rankings. Uh, South Korea deserves praise for what they've achieved. Certainly more countries have gone further. So Thailand and India rank number one in the world at 85%. Sri Lanka and Uruguay have 85%. And there's a series of countries that have 75 including uh, Brunei, Nepal, Canada, and soon Myanmar. Now, Australia, they have 75% front, 90% back for an average of 82.5%, but they've also required plain packaging. So the remainder of the package, the brand portion, is now in a standard color. No brand colors or logos are allowed. And we're going to soon see, as of May, Ireland and the United Kingdom and France also have plain packaging to accompany picture warnings that are 65%. So there's many countries that have gone far beyond South Korea. But what South Korea has done is a major gain, and the industry has opposed it. And, uh, you know, South Korea is a very important market for the tobacco industry. And one thing to note is that the tobacco lobby really wanted those warnings on the bottom of the front and back of the pack. But the South Korean requirements are for it to be top. It's much more visible, so that'll have greater impact. I'm Chance Dorland for KoreaFM.net.
This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. Korea FM.net. 